Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tennessee, with all of this transfer portal news, guys going in, going out, testing the waters, people I talk to behind the scenes, I think it comes down to one thing, and I think it's that $8 million number, Jimmy. Now, I'm not blaming uh, Nico Iamalava. What? Huh? Caleb, say it for me. Iamalava. Iamalava. Sorry. Uh, Nico, if you can say that for me, I'd appreciate it. Let's go ahead and get Nico pulled up. Uh, Ia Male Ava, excuse me. So um, I think it's that $8 million number. I think not only do players want the money to come to Tennessee, they now want the money to stay at Tennessee. So I'm not blaming Nico, Jimmy, but however it got out, I think that number still rings true in Tennessee's locker room. What's your take on that? Well, I think a lot of players look and they say, well, if they can afford to pay this quarterback who was a backup $2 million, where's my money? But the Tennessee collector doesn't have enough money to pay everybody two million dollars, because if you what would that be one hundred sixty something million dollars? No, the collective has I don't know what the, I don't know what Spire Sports and these other collectives have, but I would say it's somewhere south of twenty million dollars. So it's almost like a team trying to figure out what its salary cap is going to be. We've got about twenty million dollars. How are we going to divvy it up? So they've elected, according to the reports and according to somebody I talked to, saw the contract. They elected to go $2 million on a quarterback. Okay, so now what are you going to pay everybody else? That gets a little bit dicey. And it can create and has created dissension within a lot of programs, and uh, perhaps even some at Tennessee. So I, I think by paying Nico that much, it, it's hard to – I can't blame Nico for taking it. And, I, and there's a part of me that thinks, could Tennessee have gotten him for a little bit less? But I do think when you pay somebody that much money, you got a whole bunch of other players that saying, okay, where is my cut of the pie? And Tennessee doesn't have enough cut of the pie to pay everybody. Agreed. And I want to get to Caleb on this. Jimmy, I talked to some players uh, when all that stuff was was coming down and they said, oh, he's the quarterback. It's just like in high school. He, you know, he dates the best looking girl and, and that sort of thing. And he's just the quarterback. But that sounds good. And, and until you're in a situation where you have a little bit of leverage and you want some cash too. So it, it sounded good a year and a half ago, but now it doesn't seem to be holding true. Is that for me or Caleb? Oh, that's for you, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that, I think that is the case. I mean, I think, I think one of the reasons Texas A&M struggled a year ago was they paid a lot of players, gave men IL money to go to A&M. And then a bunch of veteran players didn't get a, uh, didn't get their money, and so I think they just they gave up on it. They quit. They didn't play hard, and so they had a losing record. Um, I think that has happened at uh, at other places as well. 
I'm not so sure if part of the Jeremy Banks, Hendon Hooker, Joe Milton feud a year ago wasn't spawned a little bit by uh, Banks being jealous of the amount of money that Hooker was getting in an NIL and, and Banks not getting it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that is that's something that out there is going to be very tough for, for programs to manage. And I agree with something you said earlier about different players going into the portal for different reasons. I think a lot of them are going into the portal to see how much money they can get and we also saw where Nebraska's coach said that if you want a quarterback, a good quarterback, it's going to cost you one to two million dollars a year to get that player. Wow, Jimmy, I know these are kids, so I get it. They they don't think they don't always think forward. But based on the support system of the university, the coaching staff, isn't isn't it possible to at least get through to a lot of the kids? Hey, this is a very short-sighted move if you're upset with NIL. I mean, if you if Nico's as good as we all mm-hmm. think he's going to be and you're a receiver, would you rather go for NIL money or would you rather catch passes for Nico from Nico for two yeah. years, which would turn you into a top-five draft pick and make you way more money than you could ever make on the NIL uh, market? Yeah, uh, and I don't, I don't think that – and some of that gets down to the player. Caleb, I think some of that gets down to the player's advisor. The mom, the dad, the agent, quote agent, uh, the advisor, whoever it is. I think there's sometimes they get in somebody's ear and say, hey, you can make this money going over here. You need to do this, not thinking the consequences. Another thing that bothers me about NIL is that there have been some players that, oh, yeah, they get this money. And let's say they represent a car dealership. And if they don't read the fine print, they also represent that car dealership for seven years after their college career is over. So they turn pro and they're like, well, wait a minute, I, I, I'm not free to go negotiate with another car dealership? No, you sign this one with us. There are a lot of bad contracts out there for some of these players, and that's also something to be mindful of. Well, and the, the reason that I, – and I, I wrote the column that, that Nico's contract was the primary reason Tennessee's having some trouble is because Tennessee, for whatever reason, was the, the poster boy, poster child, whatever it was – Jimmy for NIL money. I can remember, and Caleb's brought this up. Nick Saban says, well, Bryce Young's going to make a million dollars before he ever played. But that didn't get as much pub. I don't know why, but Tennessee's deal with Nico seemed to get the most pub coming out of the NIL gates. I think one reason for that is that uh, Spire Sports was uh, willing to talk about it and brag about it. You had a Spire Sports representative that said, hey, if you're a, a recruit, you need to come to Tennessee because you'll get the most money. You'll get the best car. Uh, you'll get the, the the best food, the best meals, promoting it like it, it is a recruiting tool, which is what you're not supposed to do. We all know they do it. But I think it's because some people at Spire Sports got out front and started talking about what they could do for these athletes. I think that brought more attention to Tennessee. I don't remember any collective at Alabama talking about that. But I do know Spire Sports got out there and did that. And I think that's one reason that Spire Sports and UT had a meeting and they told Spire Sports, calm it down. And I think they did. So you think Tennessee shut them up? Because we haven't heard as much lately. I do. Good for them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Take over, sir. So, 
so Jimmy, tell me if you disagree with me on this or agree with me. Actually, both you guys can jump in. The so I get like you're at right, Texas AM, they were throwing it to like freshman defensive tackles, which is like what Nico Iamaliava is Josh Heupel's. I, I think Josh Heupel staked his whole future on Nico Iamaliava, honestly, at Tennessee. I think he's banked fully on Nico Iamaliava yep. working out, and I think that's why he's getting so much money. Is it worth the resentment from some players that you're going to get because you paid for Nico? given the fact that Nico's success will draw – estimated success will draw other recruits to him. Will more recruits be intrigued by ne wanting to play for Nico, or will they be resentful because of the money he's getting? I guess is what I'm, what I'm getting. That's a good question, and I think it's uh, – I think they would be more willing to, uh, to play with him. But you also have what you brought up earlier. Okay, yeah, I'll go play with Nico because that can help me. But I still want $100,000. And if I can't get $100,000, I'm going to go to Texas Tech. So I, I don't know that it's now as simple as I want to play with a really good quarterback to increase my value. I think nowadays we're in a pay me immediately uh, instant gratification society, right? So I think some of that is at play. Uh, if I'm Tennessee, I don't – look, I remember when, when Tennessee got Peyton Manning, he was a Pied Piper. They brought in all these quarterbacks and – I mean, I'm sorry, wide receivers and other players that wanted to play with Peyton Manning. And I think the same thing can go along with Nico Imaleva, or whatever his name is, Nico. But I think that <laughs> – <laughs> um, Thank you, Nico. So, but I, I do think – I think he can be the Pied Piper, but I think it's harder to do that now because you're going to have players with their hands out. The other thing, too, that we talked about – uh, is an advertiser going to be upset if his player isn't playing? Well, that that may or may not be the case. I see this roofer when I'm in Knoxville, and he's got Joe Milton on his billboard, and I'm thinking to myself, every time that guy Milton throws a pass 15 yards off target, he's got to be going, oh, man, I just lost a roofing contract. But anyway. <laughs> just, he probably uh, hit the roof. Yeah, I know that he, could hit the side, he can't hit the side of the barn, but he yeah, can hit the roof. Hit the roof. <laughs> Right. So that would actually be a very good marketing point. But anyway, um, so I, I think that him not playing too kind of raises the stakes a little bit. Because if I'm a starter, it's it's not the advertiser that's getting upset. I think it's some of the players. Like if if Nico had come in and won 10 games, had been incredible, or if he does so next year, I think you're okay with that dude leading you to new heights. But when that dude just sitting the bench – and he's getting $2 million a year for four years, that doesn't sit real well, I don't think. With the advertiser or the, the players? Or both? The players. The players. The players. I was I, At first I yeah. thought advertisers, now I think players. Yeah, um, I think there's something to that. Um, now, Nico could mitigate that, I think, a little bit by how he acts. If he comes into the locker room and he acts like I'm some big stud and, and he starts showing off his car and he starts showing off uh, – uh, jewelry and all that kind of stuff, I think that can turn some people off. If he comes in with a humble attitude, I think that helps to mitigate it a little bit. But And also think about this, and it kind of goes back to, I think, Caleb's point. How mature are these 18- to 22-year-old teammates you're playing with that'll look and say, okay, that's the future? I'm okay with it because that's the future. That's what you have to do. As opposed to saying, where's mine? Yeah. I still, uh, I, I'll give you an example, Jimmy. I don't know that you and I've even talked about this, but um, 
uh, the, the Kelly Washington situation when he left and came back after a spring practice with his spinner wheels. You remember they had that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, he got out of his car, and they're all sweaty and uh, getting out of spring practice. And then he goes, I'm the stuff, but he didn't say stuff. That yeah. would be the worst attitude to yeah. have. But but according to everybody I've talked to, Nico has a really good attitude. So is that a concern based off anything you've heard? No, I, I think he's had a really good attitude. We've heard coaches talk about that. I've talked to players in the program that said he's very humble, that he's kind of like a sponge, that he asks a lot of questions. He's willing to learn. He's willing to take a back seat. He doesn't walk around like he is the stuff. So I think that I think he's approached it the right way. And I think that's the way he's needed to approach it so that you don't have a whole bunch of teammates getting jealous of him. I agree. Portions so this is of the kind bu- of – Oh, sorry, okay. I, I, I just ahead. I just wanted to jump in. It's pre-NIL, but I mean, it's not like there weren't highly touted quarterbacks that came in before NIL that had a lot of hype behind him. And I it, mm-hmm. I think it's still how you approach, because I know Peyton Manning had to compete for the starting job with Brandon Stewart at first after all the injuries, but it seemed like Peyton Manning came in like a sponge, great leader. And that had a bigger impact than, say, Brent Schaefer going to Ole Miss, where Ed Orsron was like, Brent Schaefer, you're the starter. No camp matters. And Brent Schaefer walked in yeah. like he was a starter and didn't care. Yeah, yeah and... And again, I want to be very clear. I'm not blaming Nico for any of this. Right. Uh, Whoever's promoting it or did promote it, whether that's Spire or UT, and we're we're thinking it's Spire, that was where the misstep was, I believe. 